Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with the one, the only, Chris Bennett. How are you, Chris? Hey, Steve. Everything's going fine in Kentucky, man. We have had some nice, cool weather. Uh, We've been turning air conditioner off at night, and I know it won't be long. Those creatures are going to start moving now. Hey, man, and uh, I want to throw out a special... uh, I uh, hope you're doing all right to John Cartwright, who lives in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I know they ran into a little bit of nasty, nasty weather this week. Uh, hopefully everything is well with him. I don't see him tonight unless he snuck in late. Um, <laughs> you never know with JC. Of course, usually he makes usually he makes a real big entrance. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> um, of course, tonight uh, we have a lot going on tonight. Um, you know what, uh, uh, before I do the news, I'm going to bring on the panel, and of course, uh, 
uh, I have the, the, the one and the only uh, Mr. S- <laughs> the Mr. Sasquatch II, Henry May, with us tonight. How are you tonight, Henry? Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't complain, can't complain. So, and of course, from the uh, Bigfoot Books and the, and the wonderful Bigfoot Books blog, we have Stephen Stryford. How are you, Stephen? Hey, thanks for pronouncing my name correctly. Uh, things are fine out here. Nice, sunny, warm day. And uh, to my, my good, I, I just want to do a quick shout out to my friend down in the Bronx, Nick. How you doing, brother? Uh, you know, you're always picking up on Facebook. I want to throw a shout out to you, to Nick, and uh, it's good hearing from you today. And uh, hope everything's okay in the Bronx. That's where my uh, parents came from. Um, and of course, to my friend Hans over and. Uh, Germany, who uh, threw me an email this week. Herren und Damen, willkommen und guten Abend. So, to my fans over in uh, Germany. So, uh, we, we got so much to, to do tonight uh, that I, I wanted to bring you guys on fast because there was a lot of news this week. And uh, we'll, we'll start off with, with the funny, and it's going to bang our head before we get on to our main topic, which is the Big Footery Inquirer. Uh, it appears that uh, next week on September 11th, <laughs> we're going to get bombed again, folks, because oh, no. we, we have uh, the, the premiere of Dallas and Wayne, the Bigfoot Hunters. Henry, come on, brother. you got to have something to say about that one. <laughs> well... I, I, I've met Dallas Gilbert. I never met Wayne Burton, however, um, and uh, I'm not sure what network is going to be uh, airing this, uh, but um, it should be it should prove to be most interesting, I mean, even if even if it's all blob squashes and stuff. I mean, you know, it should still prove to be interesting. And, um, and of course, uh, Dallas and Wayne had some unfortunate dealings with a certain. Uh, California researcher a few years ago who kind of left them high and dry. If you watch not your typical Bigfoot movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, a- absolutely. And if uh, we, we, we can actually say his name, uh, there, there was, and uh, it was our good friend Indy that pointed that out to me because I, I hadn't seen the uh, not your typical Bigfoot movie at the time. And um, there was a uh, scene in there where our friends in California just berates Dallas and Wayne. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got I, I to say, they they just seem like two hapless fellows. They don't mean, I don't think they mean harm to anybody, truthfully. No. Um, <laughs> they do cause a lot of ruckus just because they, they love blob squatches and whatnot. But we do have a quick clip from their show, so I'm going to play that right now. So hang on, here it is. Oh, oh, oops, I'm sorry. I, I don't have the clip. I apologize. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> now you see, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna play that when I introduced Chris tonight, but oh, I said no. no I, gotta... <laughs> uh, I believe that's called foreshadowing, Steve. Uh, <laughs> a glimpse of things to come. Sure. Yes, but and and it comes away. If you hear that sound in the woods, run. <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing, uh, and in Hollywood they call that foreskinning. I'm oh. <laughs> Um, oh no! Sorry, sorry. I, I had to go there with that one, folks. Uh, but um, uh, okay, I just got a PM from uh, Paranormal Guys, and uh, you know what I'm going to do is, uh, fellas, I'm going to uh, 
if they want to contact me, uh, hit me through my website. I think they did once, but hit me through the website. PMing me during a show is very distracting to me, unfortunately. I, I, I'm multitasking as much as I can. But So I, I don't know what kind of impact that's going to have, uh, going back to the show. I don't know what kind of impact that's actually going to have on the Bigfoot community. But the good news is is that I don't think we're going to see that on on the Discovery Channel any anytime soon. But looks like they're having a, their own little private premiere via theater. So. They seem like a couple of, of nice guys, you know, but uh, I don't know. You know, I, I look, I've looked at a lot of their, their, their photographs and, I just I cannot spot the invisible Bigfoot getting into the invisible UFO. And I guess maybe because it's invisible, you know. <laughs> um, Steve, I know you're sitting out of this one. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I I did write on my blog about these guys. Uh, yeah, it seems uh, they're sincere characters, but um, constantly amusing, you know. But the, the the most interesting thing in that film is how Biscardi comes in and. Uh, you know, takes over their situation and leads them on with this idea that they're going to make a lot of money off of Bigfoot. But then, you know, you see them pretty much left behind, bemoaning the fact, you know, that Biscardi moves on to the next exploitation down the line. Absolutely. Um, well, get, let, let's get to the more serious uh, business now. And, of course, uh, you, you know, and I'm st- Steve, I think you're going to take point on this one. But there's been a lot of talk about some hair uh, found by uh, David Pilates' group. If I'm pronouncing that right, David Pilates' group. Pilates? Pilates, that's it. Yep, Dave Pilates. Yeah. And and his group. And it was forwarded over to Dr. Melba Ketchum. And uh, the funny thing is, is Dr. Melba Ketchum, this isn't her first foray into the... uh, the Bigfoot realm. Uh, her first foray was with a toenail submitted to her by one Tom Biscardi. Oh, now we're talking. But as a toenail as of a, unknown origin. Well, yeah, the toenail of unknown origin, which uh, for all intents and purposes looks like, and it appears to be a uh, a, a human toenail. Ooh. Um, but. Uh, you know, so Steve, what's up with this Bigfoot hair with Pilatus? Uh, uh, well, you know, I I know mostly about that from listening to the Art Bell or Coast to Coast AM show, and uh, you know, they had some hair they found up here. I think it was in Happy Camp, you know, north of me here in Rokeby, and uh, it was supposedly associated with some footprints that were found around this garden plot, and they left a hair sample hanging in the uh, fence around the garden. And uh, I think he might have had some other hair samples. He submitted them. But, uh, you know, from everything I know about genetic testing, all you can really find out is that it's not this, it's not that. You know, it's not a bear, it's not a turkey, it's not a raccoon. But it, it's not going to really tell you, you know, this is a Bigfoot. Uh, and it, they, seem to, it, they seem to know that, but they, they skirt around the issue a little bit. Like, it's close to a, a human, it's close to an ape. But really, I mean, that doesn't do much good because we don't have a sample you know, to to verify it with. And as somebody that, that has dealt with DNA, and uh, of course I've mentioned it on the show before, but for our newcomers that 
you know, the, 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 if a hair at the absent from a hair sometimes is the medulla, which is where they can actually draw the DNA from, they hope, you know, that if you get one of those hairs that have been yanked out, that at the very end of the hair that there may be a little bit of uh, skin cells, and that's usually what they get uh, in forensic labs, so DNA testing a hair, that's usually what they get from a hair is that little piece of skin, uh, skin cells that are at the end of the hair. But so far, that's not happened. So unfortunately, um, I, I think uh, we're going to be uh, bad zero still. But I, I'm, I, my, my hope is for the best. It always is. So. Yeah. Well, you know, you come out. What, 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 what do you think, panel? Henry? Uh, Chris? Well, you know, I read an article about it. Um, it was uh, it was on this website called Before It's News, and they did they did an article about this, and um, they said something about that. Apparently, that supposedly there were bones, and then there were also uh, tissue samples of some sort, which had been found as well, not just hairs. So, who knows? Yeah, he's got these samples, but he's rather secretive in disclosing where he's gotten these things and what research has been done and who's behind it. You know, the fact that he came out with the DNA researcher on this particular case is a really new thing for for Politis and his group. Mm-hmm. So my question is, though, do we really have anything? Because... Uh, uh, there have been probably, I don't know, dozens of DNA samples collected over the years, and I don't know all the dates and names and, and uh, uh, the small happenings of, of when it happened. I'm sure anybody could Google it or ask Henry. He probably knows. But all we have, they'll have a, they'll say, well, it's uh, it, yes, it's DNA from an unknown primate. Well, that doesn't tell us it's Bigfoot. That just tells us it's DNA from an unknown primate. It could be a new species of spider monkey that they have DNA from. Yeah. You know, and However, it, we we don't know that there's any unknown primate other than Sasquatch out there. So in a way, it does kind of constitute a logical proof that, well, if there is an unknown primate, the odds are it's probably going to be Bigfoot because that's when everybody sees all over the place. Right? Right. But the diehard skeptics... Will will not will not accept that the creatures are real based on DNA evidence. I don't believe because they're going to they're going to say, well, there's nothing con- to compare it with. And until we have yeah. that body, that evidence, undisputable evidence that comes in to compare it with, there's always going to be the skeptics that hold out, and rightly so, you know, that uh, what you have is an unknown primate, and there's nothing to suggest that it is Bigfoot. Yeah, you would need a sample that's morphologically distinct from all other primates. Right. You know, not just a hunk of flesh, because then they could still say, well, that's a hunk of flesh from a, a right. something else. You need a foot or a, a, a an arm that someone like Meldrum could look at. Yeah. Then, uh, then you then you would have a type specimen. Yeah. Well, unlikely you know. Get that. You know, you know, Steve. Uh, you mentioned that he's very secretive with where he got it from and what he's doing with it and all that stuff. And to me, that's just par for the course. I mean, look at the opposite end of the spectrum. Oh, here we have this big thing. Now we're going to send it out for testing. 
We know who does that, and, and it's the complete opposite of the spectrum. So I don't think we should really criticize that, that type of approach. Yeah, we got something. We're not going to say where we got it from, who we got it from, and what we're doing with it just yet. But if something happens from it, we're going to let you know. And I think that's a great approach. I think that's the approach that, be, that should be yeah, taken. Because, because what ends up happening is, is we get another result that just turns out to be a big, big zero. Uh, and, okay, uh, we, we got to get on to the meat of the matter because we, we've already burned through, uh, 18 minutes. So, uh, let, let's, let's get on to it. And of course, uh, tonight's discussion is on the Bigfootery Inquirer. It is a blog, uh, called the Bigfootery Inquirer, uh, wordpress.com forward slash Bigfootery Inquirer, I believe, uh, something like that. You can Google it. Um, it, it, it is a, a very, very, um, inflammatory type of blog and um, you know I, I, I can't uh, really classify it. it's been critical of everybody and it has been uh, taking target with mainly Ohio researchers and there's some observations I have made and I have you know come to gather and it has made the identity to this person to me myself I believe I know who it is um, I've discussed it with Steve, I've discussed it with Henry, I've discussed it with Chris and a few other of my inner sanctum. And, uh, you know, there, there is some discussion going on with whether or not it's him, because everybody can't cross-check their sources, but uh, we will get to that in a little bit. But right now I want to talk a little bit about the blog. Does it have an impact on the field of research, and let, let, I'll ask that to the fir, uh, to the panel. And Chris, of course, you're part of that panel as co-host. So this time, I'll let Chris go first. Well, I don't know. It's uh, some of the, some of the blogs that I read are interesting. They have uh, have some good points about research, and I, I don't mind uh, if somebody's got something uh, negative to say. Uh, about a particular type of research, that's fine, you know, as long as we don't start name-calling. The little nasties uh, don't, don't have any part to, to do with research, not legitimate research, in my opinion. But uh, I think it's a pretty good blog. I'm going I'm to pat them on the back uh, when they can keep to the, the sections like uh, how to be a better tracker and things of that nature. That's great. But, uh, you know, I... As far as the other stuff, I, I, I basically off scan through it and, and turn it off. I'm not interested in the other stuff. Uh, what say you, uh, Henry May? <clears throat> um, well, the way I see well, it, the, the, the well, and, and let me let me just highlight that Henry has been one of the people that has been attacked, along with myself, and I think even Stephen has been attacked. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there has motor. Well, uh, the big part of your inquirer, I mean, really, uh, wh what good is it? I mean, what, what good is it doing for the Bigfoot community other than, quote-unquote, exposing all these um, supposedly dishonest researchers? I mean, they're bashing, um, they're bashing, uh, you know, Don Keating constantly. They, they bash uh, what they call fourth-level and third-level Bigfoot researchers and all this stuff, and it, it just—it really—it's—it's—it's it's, it's quite what I would call counterproductive, and it's just—I uh, I don't see the reasoning for it. It's just—it's um, uh, 
it, it, it disturbs me that this this sort of thing is is, is happening and it's occurring. And it's, I mean, can't there be any positivity out there? I mean, uh, my blog, I try to be as positive as I can with it, you know, but I'm going to expose hosters, you know, if when necessary. Exactly. And how about you, Steve? What do you what say you? Yeah, well, I, I find this thing amusing. You know, it's it's entertaining, and sometimes they actually have good information on there. But basically, it's a gossip brag, you know, uh, especially going after Don Keating all the time for really minor offenses, you know, like raising the price of his conference to $10 or whatever it happens to be. And I mean, they, they've got a bone to pick with him. But, uh, you know, the guy claims to have 11 years' experience in the field of Bigfooting. Uh, one, at one point, I just finished reading the entire blog last week, and uh, you really have to question sometimes whether he believes in Bigfoot or the pursuit of experiencing it or proving it. Uh, m- you know, most of the time, it seems like he's much more interested in the Bigfootery gold, you know, the, the things that he can laugh at uh, and make fun of, you know, people's personal shortcomings. Uh, you know, someone like Bigfoot Field Researcher does karaoke, the next thing you know, they're going on about how bad she was. You know, I don't know what that has to do with uh, Bigfoot. You know? Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the thing about the, the levels of Bigfoot research, if you look at them linguistically, that there's no room left in there for anyone to be a good kind of Bigfoot researcher. You know, you start out as a newbie, and then you're an Internet socializer, and then the next thing you know, you're one form or another of uh, grandstand or, you know, carnival barker or um, dictatorial <laughs> well, ruler. <laughs> well, well here, here's the skinny, all right, without revealing the name yet. Here's the skinny. The person who wrote that blog has most likely been every single level of Bigfoot researcher that's listed on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I, I believe at one time they were a believer, but something spurned them. Okay, and it turned them to be, well, the most prolific thing is when I came out with the announcement that, you know, we were going to out the Big Flutter Inquirer, who, who it is. Um, they came up with an interesting post, and I've kind of read through this and had a parse the vernacular and trying to re- read this for, you know, read this from a psychological as- aspect, and and, and uh, we got some background there, folks. I don't know what, who's got it, but um, <laughs> um, but uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train wreck of thought again. But but they came out with this post after I announced that kind of explaining, it was actually quite a defensive post, which was very offbeat for the Bigfooter Inquirer. But after reading that post, I kind of got the gist of it, and I don't find it nearly as offensive now. All right? and, and I think, you know, and, and the post was scoffic. What the heck is a scoffic? And it says that it, that it is a label often used in Bigfootery, like hater to attempt to diminish an opinion, especially useful when you documented as lying or just plain dumb. Popular usage, just ignore what the BFE has to say. They are all scoffics. So, 
are they call, is he calling us the Scoffics? We're looking at his post and kind of laughing it off. And you're right. There are some very important underlying messages in each and uh, in a lot of his posts. Some posts are just so far off beat. This person has definitely an awkward sense of humor, and they do have a very high opinion of themselves. However, notwithstanding, um, you know, the report on on the Bigfoot conference in Ohio that that's great. You know, I love stuff like that. But if the they have a problem, a personal problem with Don Keating, why don't why not say, hey, my name is so and so, and Don, this is the problem I have with you. You know, I wouldn't hesitate well, to. Well, and, and unfortunately, I think that if there is a problem with Don sighting, and, and you know what, I don't know, I, I've known Don for a long time, but I don't know him personally. Yeah. So I, I can't say. They bring up a very interesting point about the the sighting uh, report saying that Don described the moon and that they, that Don says the sighting occurred, that there was no moon, there was a new moon. Right. Now, is it possible that maybe Don got his weeks mixed up? Entirely possible. Right. You know, right. You know entirely possible. I'm not giving, that. I'm not, yeah, and, and I know that the, 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 the question the question or, or the, the, the summation is is that, yes, as an investigator, he's right. That, that does stand out. And to go back now and say, well, maybe I had the date wrong. I mean, you know, interviewing criminal witnesses for many years, that's always what would happen. But we do know that there is a series of circumstances where honest people have the same, you know, that can happen to an honest person as well. So it, it, what it proves is is that there's something wrong with the sighting, whether it's the date, whether it's the observation, whether it's, you know, the sighting itself, you know. Um, another big major observation I realize is, is that the BFE is very active or an active troll within the BFF, the Bigfoot Forums, because... Some of the stories, like they started talking, they started at the BFF when it was mean, when it was evil and mean. <laughs> uh, that time period, they uh, started attacking Jody Cook. Of course, Jody Cook's another Ohio researcher. Um, very shortly thereafter, those posts appeared on the BFF. The BFE comes out with a post, you know, stating that. Well, you know, I've you know another cryptic message. How we're going to put another Ohio researcher um, down? You know, so some of those things were going on. So it appears that they're not going out and actually researching this stuff. They're trolling and gathering this information. So mm -hmm. it really reminds me a lot of the situation I had with the Bigfoot forums and those particular characters like Red Wolf and Black Dog. I mean, who are also anonymous. You know. And uh, from what I've been able to deduce over the course of that whole escapade was that these are people who are basically disillusioned with Bigfooting, and, you know, they hide behind their anonymous screen well, uh, names uh, and pictures Steve, and they make hot shots at Steve, all of us. Steve, Steve let, me, let me stop you right there, because there's a very interesting point I'd like to make about those kind of people. Do you notice, have you ever trolled the JREF forums? Those people aren't advocators. They're Bigfoot skeptics that cause problems and annoyances and nuances on the Bigfoot forums. Now, if they can do that in a positive, constructive manner, 
That's wonderful. Is the Bigfoot Inquirer one of them? That's the question everybody would like to know. One of my sources said it didn't say it completely affirmatively, but this person did say to me, well, look at those the list of characters and look at the style of approach that you just went through, and then you draw your own conclusions, you know, whether they're the same people or not. And so uh, the implication was that whoever the main writer is, he's got some stringers out there, and they very well may be the same group of people who were, you know, expelled or uh, quit the BFRO and then tried to take over the AIBR, and, you know, then they eventually took over the Bigfoot forums. It may not be a direct line of connection, but there's probably some association there. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't well, know you these see, people personally, so you see, I can't speak for and, and, of course, the, the JREF forum actually very uh, politically... Uh, one of the members, uh, he made one post, uh, I forget his name, Ma Mike RXY or something like that, um, made one post, yeah. and you, I am sure you saw that one, Steve, um, had made a comment, of course, this is, this is to destroy credibility, and, and that's, that's nothing but political spin because it's a blatant lie. He said, well, Cole's friend of the George, the friend and associate of the Georgia Boys. And that was the post that guy made. And that is complete and utter baloney. I'm neither. You know, it's, but, you know, I've never said they were innocent in anything they ever did. But, you see, that's a spin right there to try to turn tune people out and let the skeptics go, oh, well, you say, uh, you know, you know why, folks? I say this, if you want to run with the skeptics and be negative, then go there and go in peace. Say what no, you look want. Where all those, look where all those people went, you know, after the big reforms closed down. They all went right to JREF and started weeping about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind right. these, I don't mind skepticism. I've been talking to this guy, Kitakazi, the last couple of days, and he seems like a reasonable fellow. I don't agree with his position, and I think he's a little too presumptuous in trying to debunk the Patterson-Gimlin film, but, you know, two people that disagree can have a good discussion. It can Absolutely. Be and, yeah. and, not, and not be enemy, not be enemies to boot. You know, and that, that's yeah. an important thing. You know, there, there could be spirited debate without um, out, uh, lodging the insults. I mean, you know, J-Ref, you want to talk, you know, J-Ref Forum, you want to talk about somebody that really should be discredited how about Colonel Kors? <laughs> yeah. You know, how he saw the O.J. Simpson. He was a, uh, a, a consultant to the O.J. Simpson you know, trial and how, how he solved the Kennedy assassination with a team. Give me a break. <laughs> now, um, Let me get this call-out number out there. It's their call-in number, Steve. It's, uh, anybody got a question or comment? 347-996-5800. Our uh, live yep. listeners in the chat room, just type your uh, questions in the uh, caps, please. Um, yep. Yeah, give us a call. we got a couple open lines here. Uh, if somebody wants to jump in on this question, ask a question of what we think, what we want to, you know, blah, 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 you know, all that good stuff if you want to get in here. Um, but, you know, 
getting back to the into the inquirer, there's also part of me that says that they're not a skeptic, that they're just trying to teach a few people that could parse the vernacular and understand it. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I I, I don't. He writes in like code language of sorts, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, he doesn't it, refer to people by name. Like maybe he's avoiding slander libel issues, but you know, like when he criticized me, I was called the self promoter. You know, and uh, you know, uh, like, like I chuckled at that. You know, it's funny, but it's not true. You know, <laughs> um, but the people know who they are, and I think he may be serving a purpose by trying to correct some of the wrong approaches. You know, the 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 silly uh, self-promoting that people really do that's trying you know trying to make something out of nothing rather than being sincere about the evidence and their uh, involvement in the field so that that might be good you know if you can stay away from insulting people for their personal appearance or whatever it is well i i, I think i think that's that's the shtick you know and, and, you know everything has got to have a shtick to keep that that person coming back to see what's going on, you know, who's the target now. Now, it's very interesting that there's very uh, there's a lot of references that this person comes from West Virginia. Um, there was a comment made about the conference and the drive to the conference from West Virginia. If you look at the whitewater rafting video that they had posted on there several months back, it was from West Virginia, and the song playing in the background was West Virginia, and apparently Mrs. Inquirer was there. So it's all pretty clear that he's from that area of the country, and there are there are a lot of clues along the way that you can figure out that point in that direction. So I'm sure there's a lot of people who live out there who could tell you, you know, well it must be these guys. <laughs> Henry, yeah. <laughs> There's not a case of child abuse going on over there, is there? <laughs> no. Okay, is that from your end? It's yeah. not my end. Uh, you, know, you know, we, you know, we got. Is that your niece, Henry? We got to put her on the show sometime. <laughs> yeah, Henry's niece Lord. was playing some theme music one night. It was great, Steve. <laughs> you remember that, Henry? It was some, uh, some sort of game she was playing or something, and you were uh, kind of talking. It was great. I, I, my face hurt. I laughed so much. <laughs> now, here's the question I have to all uh, everybody on the panel. Does it have an impact in Bigfoot research? Does this blog have an impact? Has it had an impact? I don't think so. Mm, not me. I, I don't. I don't think it has. No. I, 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 I would say the impact is rather limited. You know, because it, it won't make sense to people who aren't on the inside of the big footing world. You know, what difference does it make to Joe Joe Sixpack or whomever out there about you know um, some guy in Ohio or some guy in California, whatever they say. You know, they don't come out with enough specific information to reach a larger audience. You know? Yeah. And I, I really don't. Uh, I really don't care if, uh, if Steve can sing good or not. It, it doesn't really affect my opinion of Bigfoot. <laughs> I, I just muted Henry. Go ahead, Chris. Can you repeat that, buddy? I said I, I don't really care if Steve can sing or sing good or not. It really has nothing to do with my opinion of Bigfoot. 
Yeah, well, exactly. And, uh, you know, I'm going to unmute Henry, see if the beating has stopped. <laughs> Where are you going? Come here. <laughs> this is Bigfootery gold right here. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks, we do have a caller, and, and maybe we can get Henry back on in a couple of seconds because uh, uh, it sounds like the the uh, drama is continuing. So let's get the caller on. And caller from the 513 area code, you're on Squatch Detective Radio. Yeah, I think that uh, <clears throat> they should keep to their own opinions because <clears throat> most people out in the field are actually trying to uh, – get to the truth of the matter of the Bigfoot subject. And these other people want to just go out and trash our field of uh, cryptozoology. And um, I think they should just keep it to themselves. They probably don't get out in the field, so all they got to do is sit around and trash people. And they should get out there themselves and try to discover the truth behind the subject of Bigfoot. And that's about all I got to say. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, and I appreciate your, uh, the opinion. And, um, you know, uh, hope you're uh, excellent point. And, you know, that's how we feel. Uh, a lot of us feel that, you know, we, you know, these people should just keep to themselves. I don't mind honest criticism. If somebody says, and, and like in the, uh, the article, Skosnik, which I thought was probably the best article on the Big Flutter Inquirer, kind of explains what his goals were. Um, uh, you know, and, and they want to point some of these things out. You know, of course, very similar, you know, that's what, you know, I've tried to do over the years as well, is to, to put out information that can aid, like the meteorological stuff. Um, yeah, I've always done that from day one. And, you know, even this year, the meteorological data, data well, what the heck is going on with my mouth tonight? <laughs> the, the, meteor, the meteorological data... Uh, that um, that's my bronze coming out in me. Dater, um, uh, the uh, you know we use that to debunk a trail cam photo that the person says, hey, uh, here's this trail cam photo, and you know you can see the sunshine shining in, and it looks like it was superimposed. You go to the date on the camera, and I wrote back immediately and said, hey, is this the date that the picture was taken on? Blah blah blah. Is all the the the, the information correct? And I go and look, and during the time the picture was taken, and the person already confirmed to me after the fact. Now, when I asked them at the time and the date were correct on the picture, and, uh, you know, it was cloudy, it was raining, and it had been raining, and, uh, you know, for about an hour. So, obviously, this picture was not taken from that time and date. And then there were some other mitigating circumstances about the layering of the picture that said, hey, this is not real. <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, this is two pictures on one another, and somehow I've seen that that blob somewhere before. But um, we still got five one three on the air. Um, you know, let me let me just get him on real quick, Steve. Five one three. Have any other questions for our panel? Yeah, uh, yes. It's like uh, if they want to write about subjects, they should go after the people that do a lot of hoaxing. Um, Take, for instance, the people in Georgia that said, oh, we got the squatch here that's frozen in the body in the ice chest. Well, that's the people they need to go after. They got the guy that said, oh, I wore the suit in the Patterson uh, uh, filming. Well, that's a hoax, too. They need to go after that guy. Um, as far as the real researchers, we're all out in the field trying to get to the bottom of the, 
the source of the subject, and we don't need these people trying to ridicule true uh, cryptozoology, and that's about all i got to say today. And thank you very much, and you guys have a good one. You too now, sir. Thank you. All well, that was a good call. Uh, you know, one of the things I'd like to point out to the caller before, you know, unfortunately he wanted to get off before I could uh, get to it, was that uh, they, they did go after the guy that said he was the suit in the film, uh, the Patterson film, and it turned out it was baloney. You know, uh, and then we got Hieronymus, and his story conflicts with, you know, that whole thing. But that's a whole other discussion for another show. But you <laughs> that's see, another show. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about that again. Right, Henry? Oh, we still have Henry muted. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, Henry. <laughs> Everything good there, buddy? I wanted to respond to that guy saying, oh, we've been better some film a hoax. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You know, I'm glad I had Henry muted for that comment. I, I could feel him, you know, bumping the microphone. Uh, you know, as the guy said that, <laughs> and I was like, oh, 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 hey, oh, Henry's still muted. Whew, that's why Henry was quiet. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to have a show about that, about the Paterson Gimlin film this Wednesday night, starting at 7 for 90 minutes. No, this is, this is, this is the only one. Good deal. I'm, I'm just, I'm just having fun with it. Um, with uh, you know, Bill Munns and Bill Miller. Well, you know, I remember a few years back, Henry May and I getting on a show at Exxon Radio, and we were supposed to be debating Cal Coors for Colonel, and boy, did he back out quick on that and said, well, I'll talk for the hour before, but I won't go on when the, you know, oh, come on, man. Mm -hmm. Well, I you know, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Patterson is his dad, right? I mean, he's, he's dead. Mm -hmm. And uh, how is it his suits are, are still roaming the woods of Kentucky? I don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Big Twitter Inquirer. I think that's what we were talking about. Right, Steve? I do recall, yes. <laughs> I, I think Lord. you should out him. You know, you, I think you should do it because, you know, he can claim all he wants that he has a privileged position as a whistleblower. But, um, you know, he's playing games with people. And, I mean, that's why I posted it on my blog. You know, I think, well, let's just find out who this guy is. Because it's you know it's an issue of personal accountability. If we know who he is, then we can we can hold him to account when he's gone too far, when he's wrong. You know, I've tried to comment on their site, and they don't post all the comments. So the blog has no discourse. You know, it, it, it's not a discussion. It's a pot shot blog. And uh, you know, I'm not sure you know how how much reform or correction he's going to be offering to the Bigfoot world. From that position, you know, we can't we can't discuss it. What's the the, the fruit of that? You know, he, he, it's just the people get angry when he when he talks about them, or they'll you know they'll be laughed at and they'll feel embarrassed. It's, it's all it really comes to. Yeah. And, and and as one of our people in our room has said that uh, they're boasting about their accomplishments, and that's easily to do anonymously. Yeah. But, but... Or maybe he's just afraid. But, and we we got 16 minutes left of the show. Well, actually about 13 minutes left of the show. So I want to start getting down to the the, the, the grand finale. And we know where that's going to go. Uh, the panel does. <clears throat> but you know what? There's a couple of things. And a lot of people want me to out him, and I know Steve, uh, Steve said that I should out him. 
But I'm not, not at this time. And there's a reason why. There's a reason why. Number one, I'm a Bigfoot researcher slash investigator, and I, I support confidentiality. I have to. I have to, even though I might not like the blog, the policy, all that stuff, I, I, um, I have to support confidentiality because my witnesses who come to me, regardless, you know, uh, regardless if they're, you know, cocoa for cocoa puffs or cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You know what? I almost pulled the Peter Griffin. <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever caught that episode. I'm caca. I'm cuckoo for caca puffs or something like that. Um, what the hell is going on with me today? <laughs> I'm wired. Um, but I have to support confidentiality. Now, there's uh, several things that need to be said about confidentiality. I, expo I will not retain the confidentiality of something that is a hoax. Okay? You can't do that. You have to out that. You have to out the person who it is. It doesn't get repeated. And that sends a clear and, and constant message. Um, but, you know, if somebody has a blog and I figure out who they are, I'm going to, uh, right now, I think that I will, will, will res respect, somebody's got their volume turned up, <laughs> uh, I will respect their confidentiality for now, unless they step over the line, so to speak. But they start you know, lying. Isn't hmm? it different to, you know, the confidentiality that you have with a witness is, is an important personal bond, you know, and you made an agreement with that person to not expose them to the world. This guy, he's out there mocking and making fun of everybody. I think, you know, he deserves to be exposed. And, you know, if he wants to write his blog and, and do something <laughs> with the people, well, he could do it just as well with people knowing who he is. And he can still have his stringers out there, you know, finding information out for him. I know people know who I am. I mean, sometimes it hurts when they come after you, but, you know, they can come here to my store and talk to me. I think that makes a big difference. I, I make a lot of contacts that way. There's no shortage of information at all. Why, what has he done to earn that respect from you? Um. You know, if we, if we thought it would do some good for the Bigfoot community for him to be, remain anonymous and we'd find out some important information somehow. That might be productive. Well, I, I understand that, but, but here's, here's, here's my point. I don't want somebody per se that is a witness that's thinking about talking to me seeing that I expose people other than hoaxers. That may not necessarily be a good thing. There may come a time where I have to, and there may come a time where I want to, and there may come a time. But the other thing is, too, is knowing what we all know. I mean, 
You know who I suspect it is. Henry knows who I suspect it is. Chris knows who I suspect it is. There's probably about a dozen out there that know who I suspect it is and the reasons why and the careful parsing of every single word on that site and some of the observations that the BFE has made that I said, it's got to be this person. Okay? But, but here's the thing. I can say who it is. They can deny it. The only way they can prove denying it is by coming out with their real name. That's their only proof. Other than that, that's just noise. Yeah, it's true. You know, so, of course, I, I can even tell you who it is, and I could be 100% right, and they could say, no, that's not me. That's the thing. He's got right? deniability, deniability, and it doesn't matter... You know who it is, Steve. <laughs> I know who it is. But when you call that name, he'll just say, oh, no, it's not me. It's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think exactly. he could assemble enough people who would be able to identify his manner, way of writing and speaking. The places they say they've been, I mean, they, they identify when they went to the conference and who, you know, how many of them were there and where their stringers are. So I, I, I think so, it'll eventually come out on its own. There's 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 people listening right now, or you know, people I've talked to who probably do know, but you know they don't want to confirm it for whatever other political reasons. Well, I, I I will I will say this. I will I will be a little cryptic myself tonight, and 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 we'll say this that. We've kind of molded the clay of who the Bigfootery Inquirer is. And I think you guys can understand that cryptic message. <laughs> yeah. That's a good clue right there. That's a real good clue. You, have you um, noticed how they've been leaving clues on their blog, though? This oh, little absolutely. treasure hunt thing that they have? They're, they're trying to respond, I think, to us talking about it, like, you know, giving these little things that somebody should be able to figure out. But it's kind of hard for me to do out here in California. You know, well, it's really easy to say that, you know, this person, when they belong to a particular organization, was a big, outspoken, muckety-muck then. And then a little bit, a little bit of a rabble-rouser. He was quiet for the longest time. He got mm -hmm. himself involved and over-involved in something that he thought was going to be big. As I found out, it turned out to be a lot of bunk. All right? The guy left in a tirade out of the organization, disappeared, and we haven't heard from him since until the post came out. And that's, that's what I know. And everything fits. <laughs> so... Um, I, I will leave people with that bit of knowledge that that the BSE is not squeaky clean as he claims to be, and that that's okay. That's okay. We all have our ups and downs. We all make mistakes. You know, I will say this: that the person making those actions back then, I don't think were really done out of malice. I think he was leading with the heart, just like. You know, I've done it in the past. I've lived with my heart. So, um, panel. You know, a lot of people say that about Tom Biscardi, too, that he's the oh, no, 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 guy no. Who, who follows his heart. And that's that's an what I've heard from a lot of people is that he, he's not a hoaxer. He's gullible. You know, that he, 
he's so enthused yeah. that he just goes along with any story that's that he hears. That's what I've heard, too. Mm. Well, that, that, that's, that's the impression that his, PR, his old PR man used to put out there, Java Bob. Java Bob was his public relations guy. And, you know, you have Tom blabbing off at the mouth, and you'd have Bob trying to be the, 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 the mouth of reason and saying, well, you know, Tom is just a little overexcited and gullible and blah, blah, blah. And, and then people get that mental image in their, their heads for a while, and that's the way they go until, until you've been where I've been. Yeah, and a lot of people eventually get where I have been, going, "No, that was a blatant lie. That was a blatant lie. That was a blatant lie." You know, no, there's a, so there's, there's a difference between being duped over and over and then trying to cover something up. But anyway, yeah, I, I, this is not this is not meant to be a discussion on on uh, the uh, the, uh, the tubby one from California. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> Um, it's just somebody mentioned his name and anyway um, so I, I think you know with that post in there it kind of <laughs> it lessens my stance on, on the Bigfoot or Inquirer I, I don't think that is evil as it was meant to be uh, I'm not going to make a big to-do about it because it's not a big to-do it, it's, it's a point of reference by one of many people that may or may not be in the Bigfoot field of Bigfoot research right now. But we can say with 100% confidence that the person's an Internet troll that likes trolling for stories, and his stringers are trolls, and some of his stringers probably directly work or directly uh, hang out on JREF. They hang out, they hung out in the, in the, uh, the BFF, uh, or they did. And that's that for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Panel, your final thoughts as we're going to our three-minute mark. You know, I'm going to be quite honest. I really don't care who the Bigfoot Inquirer is. And the reason I don't care is because um, he's not he or she, uh, but it sounds like it's a he, is not really... Um, He's not really influencing the way I do things, you know. Uh, he's not really influencing the way I do things as far as, um, you know, it just, uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just not as important to me as it used to be, but we'll just say that much. Uh, yeah. Stephen? Well, you know, we all love a mystery, right? So I guess, you know, it, we don't necessarily have our hands on a Bigfoot. This one has its own cryptic uh, fun involved. And, you know, I think it's fun. It's fun to read that blog, actually. I mean, I'm glad it's there. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't I don't see it going in the right direction. I think, I think that it could be, you know, it could be challenged. And if they would open it up to comments and, and, and come out there and into the public debate, they might be able to do some good. And, uh, I don't know. Chris. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It's well, hard my to final say. thoughts, uh, it, it's, uh, it's one of the many blogs that I do read occasionally, and uh, it doesn't really have that much of an impact on my research, but uh, uh, I will say that they, they do make some, some good points at times, as with the other blogs they do. But uh, when they start going negative, that's when I start clicking off. I'm not interested in that, and I don't think most people are. 
Well, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, the whole uh, the, uh, the the whole thing is, I don't know. <laughs> it's very interesting. It should be taken for at face value what it is, what they said it is. They do bring up some interesting points. Unfortunately, it's not it's not very constructive. Um, I, I think perhaps they mean well, but who knows? Anyway, I see there's a big debate. There's a big debate. Uh, I have no idea. Um, uh, there's a big debate going on paranormal. So if some folks that want to talk about paranormal Bigfoot, they want to you throw out the evidence. Come on the show next week. I think maybe we'll we'll throw a show like that. I don't know. We we got some things going on. All right, my friends. Uh, that's Quad Tech Radio for this week. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, hey, folks, we'll catch you next Sunday. Everybody, God bless, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you uh, later. Peace out. There must be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion I can't get no relief